I am so proud to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, to be a son of God, and to have the privilege of promoting the beautiful truth of God's Word. Thank you for coming to GodSaidMenSaid.com. May the face of God shine upon you and your home. Now, today's subject. God said in Exodus chapter 12, verses 14 through 20, And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread, even the first day ye shall put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And in the first day there shall be an holy convocation, and in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No manner of work shall be done in them, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And ye shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at even, ye shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at even. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whosoever eateth that which is leavened, even that so shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a stranger or born in the land. Ye shall eat nothing leavened, in all your habitations shall ye eat unleavened bread. Man said, What absurdity! These biblical commandments are valueless words of mere men. Now the record. It must be noted that God's directives are always perfect, and have very real spiritual as well as physical benefit. The Passover commandment of unleavened bread reviewed above has been fulfilled in Christ, see a matter of law on this website, but the physical benefits of this commandment are of gargantuan proportion. Have you ever heard of Candida albicans? Candida albicans is leaven or yeast, a fungus that subsists on the surface of all living things. It is what causes bread to rise and fruit juice to ferment. This candida is normally present on all external and internal body surfaces such as skin, mucosa, and the digestive tract, but when the body's normal balance is broken and candida albicans reproduces unchecked, the results can be everything from mild discomfort to death. Candida albicans, common yeast, is a parasite that's transmitted through ingestion and sexual contact. When out of balance, it enters the bloodstream and travels to the heart, lungs, or brain, where it can cause deadly blood poisoning. Immunologist Alan Levine of the University of California at San Francisco estimates that one-third of the American population may be ill-affected by Candida albicans allergies. The following is a list of what an imbalance of yeast in the human body can produce. Nervous system, fatigue, headaches, dizzy spells, anxiety nervous tension, panic attacks, depression, schizophrenia, insomnia, irritability, attention deficits, and spaced-out feeling. Most common are depression, nervousness, unexplained fatigue, hyperactivity, and autism in children. In the digest digestive tract, unexplained chronic abdominal pain, canker sores in the mouth, indigestion, heartburn, constipation, bloating, gas, and intolerance to common foods. In the reproductive system, PMS, infertility, breast lumps, pelvic pain, 
recurrent vaginal yeast infections in women, and prostate problems in men. In the respiratory system, asthma. Other symptoms are recurrent skin fungus infections such as ringworm, athlete's foot or nail problems, ear problems, diaper rash, arthritis, sensibility to heat or cold, hair loss, allergy symptoms, nasal and sinus problems, and muscle problems. Have you ever experienced some of these symptoms? The answer is, of course. Three out of four women will contract yeast infection, and 50 million will get it over and over again. Microbiologist Eunice Carlson of Michigan University states that there is deadly relationship between Candida albicans and certain strains of Staphylococcus. In an article in Omni magazine, the following excerpt was found concerning Carlson's work. Carlson infected mice with staph strains associated with toxic shock syndrome. Usually these strains are relatively non-lethal in mice. Only massive doses could possibly cause death. But when she added candida, the amount of staph needed to kill the animals dropped 100,000 times. According to Carlson, the two infectious agents seemed to aid each other. Staph grows inside colonies of candida, and the yeast somehow protects the bacteria and encourages its growth. This synergism, she postulates, could play a role in TSS. It is important to note that toxic shock syndrome is associated with the menstrual period, menstrual period, excuse me, and candida infections flare up right before menstruation. And TSS primarily affects the upper and middle classes, people who are more likely to go to doctors frequently and take more yeast-stimulating antibiotics, she explains. In the same article, the report concerning candida albicans continues. At Cornell Medical College, immunologist Stephen Witkin is recording changes in the lymphocytes, white blood cells that are an important part of the immune system, of women who suffer from chronic yeast vaginitis. His findings, in a group of 65 such women, approximately three-fourths had lymphocytes that became paralyzed when confronted with candida, even when we just took a patient's serum and mixed that with normal lymphocytes there was some factor capable of blocking the response of normal lymphocytes. Candida alpacans can also be passed from mother to newborn at delivery. The infant develops an oral infection known as thrush. It is obvious that candida albicans, which is leaven or yeast, a fungus that subsists externally and internally, can cause serious devastation when out of balance. Candida albicans builds up over a period of time and the remedy requires dietary abstinence. G.F. Croker, a published expert on the yeast imbalance problem, said that dietary alteration is the major component of therapy. The diet prescribed is typically low in carbohydrates such as breads, cakes, donuts, pastries, and cookies, which are foods containing leavening agents. Also eliminated are aged foods and foods which may contain molds such as dried fruits, mushrooms, vinegars, and soy sauce, etc. Croker says that carbohydrate cravings are characteristic of candidus hypersensitivity patients. Carbohydrates are considered the major food source for the oval-shaped candida parasite. Dr. William Crook, a noted expert on this subject and author of the book The Yeast Connection, prescribes a seven-day elimination of all offending foods. 
His list of foods includes all leavened carbohydrates such as bread, donuts, cakes, pastries, cookies, and basically all other foods and drinks that have experienced the fermentation process, as well as fruit juices, dried fruits, mushrooms, and sugars of all form. University of Toronto said in this article titled Yeast Infections that an individual experiencing reoccurring yeast infections should eliminate offending foods for seven days. Thousands of years before medical science was even so named, God in his perfect wisdom gave his people instructions that solved the rampant epidemic of unchecked candida albicans. God's formula, at least partially if not in whole, to eliminate the problem of a debilitating buildup of candida albicans is a seven-day elimination of all leaven or yeast annually. Leaven was not permitted to be found anywhere in their homes. It is now known that yeast spores can float in the air, making it necessary to get the product out of the house. God's word is perfect, and all of his commandments deliver spiritual as well as physical benefits. God said in Exodus chapter 12, verses 14 through 20, And this day shall be unto you for memorial. And ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by ordinance forever. Seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread. Even the first day ye shall put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And in the first day there shall be an holy convocation. And in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No manner of work shall be done in them, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And ye shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at even, ye shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at even. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whosoever eateth that which is leavened, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Ye shall eat nothing unleavened, in all your habitations shall ye eat unleavened bread. Man said, What absurdity! These biblical commandments are valueless words of mere men. Now you have the record.